gentlemen, welcome to the Evening Jones. Let me tell you what I did today. You know, other than just be around here. And just realize something I was supposed to write today that I did not. Whoops. Good thing I'm the talent. Um, anyway, I'm in here minding my own business. I look out the window. It's snowing. I don't recall seeing that on the weather report. I feel like my phone gives me all kinds of absurd notices. Nobody thought that that was some shit that I would like to know. Like, did nobody see it coming? I'm just curious. Was I the only person that had no idea it was coming? Did anybody else not know it was coming? Because I didn't know it was coming. I had no clue. And, and by the way, while it was not like a massive, significant amount of snow, I mean, it was sticking to stuff. Like, I, like I looked, it, was, it was a little dusty. It was a little dusty out there. A little dusty out there. And you know what's wild about it? I assure you, okay, I assure you, even with that little dustiness of the snow, that per capita, it was more people in the streets of Miami today wearing Canada geese than it was in New York City. I guarantee you that right now. I saw something that said it was a report. Damn, I need to shave, man. I got this coming all over my lip. Anyway, uh, I think I saw something that said that in Miami it was it was like in the 50s. And in Miami, when it turns to the 50s, they turn to the geese. And they turn to the geese because when else would they ever have an opportunity to break out a goose other than when it turns 50 degrees? I have been living in New York long enough that if you tell me that it's about to be 50 degrees, celebrate good times, come on. Like, that's where we are. That speech that uh, that snake Stringer Bell gave about the 40-degree day, he's like, 60 degrees, Psh, people about to start barbecuing. You're damn right. I hear it's about to be 60 degrees. There's a good chance that you're going to hear outside it's a groove slightly transformed. And that's where I am in my life. I never thought that place was going to come. I never thought that anything like that would ever arrive here. But I just looked out the window and it was snow. And while this pandemic has all kinds of problems, I don't really know how this works for those of y'all who don't live in walking cities. You know, where people just generally just kind of like get on the train and go places and then have to walk. Like, I don't know what it's like where y'all at. I do not. But I tell you this. My feeling about looking out the window and seeing that it was snowing would have been completely different had I been looking out the window, seeing it was snowing, and knowing that I was about to have to be the person up in it. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, let us move on to your questions. Folks, really that pressed over Cardi B buying an expensive purse. Now, I don't really so much keep up with these things, but I happen to come across it and find it to be fairly interesting when it happens. So apparently... Cardi B asked her timeline, and if I'm wrong, please correct me in the chat, but uh, Cardi B ran it by her timeline that she was considering purchasing an $88,000 purse, which, of course, how you going to be talking about that when people out here in a pandemic, right? And I saw a friend make the point, and I think it's a reasonable one, that if you dial it down from the $88,000 purse, that it's all kinds of people getting on the internet doing things 
that other people in these times can't afford. Bacardi B caught the, you know, people people out here struggling, losing their jobs right now. You talking about getting an $88,000 purse. You need to read the room, so forth and so on. And I totally get that. But I would raise this counterpoint. When aren't people out here losing their jobs? When aren't people out here struggling? When are there not poor people? And so I raised that point to raise the question about when is it, in fact, appropriate for you to stunt in ways that other people cannot stunt? And how many people are willing to acknowledge that they are tapping into their inner hater in this moment? Like, while I can recognize that it might be in poor taste to be out here stunting this at a time when people are not doing well, um, I also fully understand and recognize here that that ain't really got shit to do with Cardi B. But where I believe that she has erred on this is thinking that there weren't going to be people to say fuck you when you ask that question. Right? Like, do you think I should get it? I don't care. Except the problem is, people do care. She is who she is. She's as big as she is. She's as famous as she is because people care about her doing stuff like buying an $88,000 purse. Right? And so, what it kind of made me wonder, um, and I'm making sure I'm not projecting too much here in the way that I have gleaned my navigation through the social media things with your personal stuff or whatever it is as my profile has changed whatever it is there be, there comes an inflection point where people stop seeing you as being one of them and they start seeing you as being one of them you understand what i mean so like when you first get started on stuff like that you can, you know, talk about, oh, I just got this, oh, I just got that, or whatever, and people are rooting for you, and they kind of cheering you off. They're like, yeah, there you go, you got it, because people really only like it when you got it, when it's new. Because when it's new, you were still them, and you were still relatable to them as you were living the existence in ways that they can recognize that they would if the money was new to them. What people cannot really conceive of and put themselves in a position of is what happens when the money is owed to you. That is not something that people can really relate to, right? But for Cardi B, this money old. Like, she's been doing this for a little while now. She's been doing it for about three years since Bodak Yellow came out. You know what I mean? At this point in her career, she needs to recognize nobody's happy for anything else that she gets that is monetary. Like, they'll be happy if she wins a Grammy. You know what I mean? She get a Kennedy Center honor, something like that. Yeah, 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 people will be happy for you then. But about stuff? Mm-mm, ain't nobody gonna be happy with you about it. I can tell you the last thing that I had that I got that people were happy with me for, and that was when I got that BMW. But guess what? I ain't even shown y'all nothing since. I think I told you about the Rolex. Yeah, I may have told you about that. Yeah, so like that. But that's even here, like within a very small space where I know I'm dealing with like day ones. But people were not pressed about her buying the purse, I don't think. I think people were pressed about her telling people that she was buying the purse. Like, 
she is not in a space where the general public is going to allow her to kick it like she's regular people because she is not regular people anymore of the eye, in the eyes of the folks who related to her because, in large part, she was regular people. Yeah, this leads to an interesting segue question. Appreciate that question. Next one here. You had already come back, but lately you seem to be staying off Twitter lately, even though you're likely home more than ever with the pandemic. Was that a conscious choice after watching The Social Dilemma? Um, I actually think that like in these nine months of the pandemic, I have been on Twitter more than I was in the year before it. Um, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot of like full on evidence to indicate that. The thing is, like, I'm probably on Twitter as much as I ever was. I just don't send stuff on Twitter in the way that I used to. And it ties into the conversation that we had before. I like to interact with people on Twitter like I'm a regular person. We're years removed from me being able to do that. We are years removed from that. Like for me, what happened was years ago, like when the bots and all them was out here really like super strong on it, it got to be exhausted. Like one time I looked up and I saw two bots on opposite sides arguing about something I said. And I was just like, this isn't, there's no point in this. I'm not getting anything from it. There's no legitimate engagement, right? Um, it's this weird mix of information and performance as we have talked about on here before. But for me, what am I getting out of sending this tweet, right? Because here's one thing that happens too. Like one thing I do like to do is uh, somebody asks a question and be like, yo, name your top five favorite albums or whatever, right? And I would love to just get on there and talk about my top five favorites. But you know what the problem is? And this is just something that people don't understand. When y'all decide y'all want to do that and y'all put y'all's top five up there, you put your top five up in the quote tweet and then people will see what the original quote tweet was and they'll put their top five with that quote tweet or they'll reply to you like, ooh, I love that album or something like that. No. You know what happens? If I get out there and I talk about a top five, whatever it is, all y'all are going to tell me your top fives under the misguided impression that I give a fuck. Like, what in the world about me makes you think I want to know what your top five albums are? Person I don't know. I don't know you. It's not that I'm, like, better than you. It is not that I am above you, right? I understand why you might want to know my top five albums. You know something about me that then makes you want to know what I think about this, right? I don't know nothing about you. I don't care about anything about your life. But they're going to tell me. And as I see my man Sammy mentioned in the chat, Andy going to tell me what's wrong with mine. Again. Like I care. You see what I'm saying? I can't just do that. That is not an option. I can't just do that. I don't feel like arguing with people all that much at this point. None of it. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, nah, like there's not a lot of fun in me sending tweets anymore. It's not. It's not. And I got it. You know what's real about it? This is something I thought about. 
I may have talked about it here, but like one of the cool things when I first got on Twitter, which was like oh nine, was the idea that you had like access to famous people. You know, like this is back when people didn't dislike Lance Armstrong. But folks were like, like Lance Armstrong would put up what his workout was and he put it on Twitter. And it's like, oh, cool. You have this access to famous person, Lance Armstrong. Fast forward to 2020. I am now the kind of person that people think it's cool that Twitter gives them access to. No, no, no. I don't like that deal at all. That deal is much better for you than it is for me. Appreciate the question. See what we got here. Apple is dropping $550 headphones that seem ridiculously priced. What's the most you spent on a pair of headphones? Thank you, Kevin, you pocket-watching motherfucker. Uh, I don't remember the most that I've spent on a pair of headphones. Um, I do not believe that it is $550, but I don't think it's that terribly far from being $550. I do not believe $550 is a ridiculous price for a very classy pair of headphones. And at least in these pre-pandemic times, what I would have said was, if you spend a lot of time out and a lot of time listening to headphones, that is your stereo system. So if you told me that you spent $550 on a stereo system, I don't think anybody would find that to be a ridiculous price for you to pay for a stereo system. But if you are dealing with headphones that give you similar audio quality and you listen to those headphones more than you listen to the stereo in your house, then I don't think $550 is that much to spend on a pair of headphones if you prioritize your sound in that way now hunter says why would you buy those for 550 when you could buy the bose qc for 300 dollars?" well that's the part that we're going to find out you know but i don't think it's ridiculous to put 550 dollars on some headphones here's the problem with putting 550 dollars on those headphones okay like it's not like you got some 550 dollar headphones and you went to like the hi-fi store and there's some like was it Seinhauser or whatever it is um, or like some brand that's kind of on the low that people don't like. It's kind of a if you know, you know scenario, right? No, these are the $550 Apple headphones. Now, I don't know about you guys. Again, I don't know how many of y'all live in walking cities. I live in a walking city, okay? Let me tell you what ain't touched my body outdoors in nine months my watch because how many times have i told y'all it's getting dire right here in these streets how many times have i said that right it's getting real out here in these streets it is getting real out here in these streets and so it's getting real out here in these streets and it's getting real and real out here in these streets and you think i'm about to walk around with a 550 dollars bill on my head because that's what that is it's a 550 dollars bill Everybody see that? You know what you look like? You look like $550. What you going to do if somebody just come and snatch them off your head? What you going to do? What option you got? You ain't got no option. No, 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 no. Apple did not need to tell people what the price was. They need to be like starting at $99 and then let everybody know it's 550 
All right, maybe that would help people stay a little bit safer. But you just walk around looking like a lick, as far as I'm concerned, out here with them 500 feet out of headphones on that everybody know about. All right, appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. Oh, here we go. Somebody with a thoughts question on here. You lazy bum, ask a question. Ashanti and Keisha Cole about to be the saddest verses of the year. Um, I did see that that's the verses. Um, like... How long is that show supposed to be with the two of them? No disrespect. Like, I don't really know. Like, how many songs they got? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, is that going to be, like, is it going to be, like, hours? Because I just don't feel like they ain't but so much material there. I don't think about Ashanti as having, like, sad music. Somebody said Ashanti has jams. I feel like Ashanti had a lot of songs that was hot at the time, but I don't ever hear nobody, like, want to just be at the crib and listening to them. Like, I feel like, in fact, no. I feel like Ashanti had some hits. I don't know if she had no jams. But she definitely had hits. I, like, I feel like she and Keisha Cole just make, like, very different kinds of music. I don't know if I want to sit around and listen to, like, two hours of Keisha Cole music. That, now, that, now that, she'll hit you with the sad. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're running out of people. We weren't supposed to be on lockdown for this long. All right, appreciate the question. Let me see what we got here. Bo, your quarantine life and style suggestions have been on point. Any suggestions on a brand to watch to rock that won't get me got? No, actually, I don't have that. I went from no watch to watches that'll get you got with no stops in between. I don't really have any idea what laymen uh, wear on their wrists. Sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> Wish I could help. All right, let me see what else you got here. Did Anna Kendrick recognize you? Yes, on TV today I told the story about the time I went to a dinner and I was sitting across from Anna Kendrick and I didn't know who she was. Like, I didn't really care. Like, I don't want to say I didn't care. I think that sounds harsher than I intended, but she was somebody who was at the dinner. Like, I wasn't going to treat her no different if I knew who Anna Kendrick was, but I didn't know who she was. Um, and did she recognize me? Of course not. <laughs> didn't know who I was. Why, 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 why was she? Why? Jay Aaron in the chat room saying Bo is not loving the questions today. It's always good when you people know who you are. You know what I mean? Guys, I hope you know that all this time that's passing right now is me trying to go through these questions and find something I'd actually want to answer. Damn, we're already out of questions. I'm going to have to go to the top again and try to start over. My white friends openly talk about money and salary. Is this a two American situation or just me? Well, I'm assuming that you're black. And the question is, do they talk to you about money and salary? We'd all be better off if we talked about salary more, to be honest. The greatest weapon your boss got against you and the biggest reason why it's worth it to have an agent if you work in an industry that has agents um, is the agent knows how much everybody makes. You don't. Like, you don't know what's possible if you don't know what everybody makes. Um, and somehow it's become a matter of manners or whatever it is to keep that stuff close. But nah, man. One way or another, you need to find it out. You need to be more like white folks if that's something that white folks do and we don't. And somebody said, have you ever asked your agent what other people make? All the time. Like, not what his clients make. That's a little, like, problematic. But in terms of, like, what people in the industry make, you absolutely ask your agent that because how are you supposed to know what's possible on your end? You need to know that in order to understand what the market is. The people on the other side have so much more information than you do, and it's because we keep the information away from each other. 
Simple as that. Is everybody else about to see how overrated going out on New Year's Eve is? Oh, you asking the wrong question, brother. The question is, how many people going to be out here in these streets on New Year's Eve? Like, I've seen too much to let me know that this ain't stopping nobody in a few places. I was talking to my brother today, and he was talking to somebody who had been in Atlanta. And, like, if you're in New York, you're still aware that it's a pandemic. They say, you go to Atlanta, you'd have no idea this was going on if you hadn't been reading the news. No idea whatsoever. It's going to be cats out here stunting hard on New Year's. Hard. Whew, it's going to be bad news. Christmas and New Year's going to do us in, man. These Thanksgiving stories starting to come in, and now you're starting to see the different cities and everybody start to lock it down. Um, nah, man, this is going to we we in for a world of hurt for the next about six weeks. A world of hurt. Oh, appreciate the question. I'm going to scroll through these questions one more time. Hey, putting what's your in front of thoughts doesn't make it not a thoughts question, Calvin. Just so you know. If the questions are this bad, why torture yourself like this if we're not intellectually stimulating? Do some yoga. I mean, you can take your ass on if you want. Um, I am not torturing myself as much as we have built this show around a conceit that I will answer your questions. And so I am going to try my best to answer your questions. I also have to be honest with you about the days that the questions kind of stink. You must be new here, Kyle. Everybody else here understands. I get a little cantankerous about this, but y'all got to put in your half, right? I can only give based on that which I receive. And I like to answer these questions. I enjoy doing this podcast, right? Lance likes doing it. This is a big part of our existence and our situation, right? But if the questions aren't good, I can't give you a good podcast. And somebody said our questions have been asked for multiple weeks. Yes. And if you would like to know, I will tell you one of the biggest problems that we wind up having with the questions. And this is the truth, right? And this, again, ties into a little bit of like the Cardi B conversation where you get to a place where people don't see you the way that they once saw you. And I say that in this context because y'all don't have to try to sound so damn fancy when y'all ask these questions. That's all I'm telling you. Like, let me give you an example. There's no shade to anybody, but y'all like to ask these, like, three-part questions. Like, uh, and I promise you, it, it, it ain't that deep. It, it, ain't that, it, ain't that, uh, it ain't that serious for me. All you got to do is ask me the question that you have, right? Let me see here. Damn, I had an example, but I got to roll back through all of these to go find it, and now I can't find it. Damn. I want to make sure y'all understand what I'm talking about. And that's why I just be like, yo, you ain't got to do that. Oh, yeah, here we go. I recall you saying earlier this year that you and Will Cain share a mutual dislike for white liberals. I kind of have a sense of what you mean, but can you elaborate? My guess is that your dislike is rooted in some of the toxic behavior that's far too common on Twitter. God damn, man, that's like eight lines. I thought you just had a question. Or did you just want to talk? Right? And to answer your thing, I didn't say I have a distaste for white liberals as much as I have criticisms of white liberals, and nobody likes criticizing white liberals quite like white conservatives. Therefore, me and a dude like Will, we can go over there and we can talk about them. All right? But you understand what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to give uh, an introduction, a thesis, and a conclusion. Like, that is not necessary. Now, of course, some of y'all, then your, your questions are just like a little too simple and stupid and I can't do anything with it. You know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, it puts me in a, in a little bit of a, 
a little bit of a tight thing. Like, again, I feel like I'm giving you an opportunity to ask me anything, and, man, y'all are wasting the privilege. Somebody here talking about what beard oil would I recommend. I don't know. And so I keep going up and down trying to find more questions, but it becomes more difficult because these questions are already up here, and so I can't necessarily get to the new ones, and so I just keep going back through the ones that I don't even want to answer. You understand what I'm saying? Like you can, you can see from where I'm coming from how this becomes a compounded sort of situation. It's not necessarily that easy for me to kind of go through all of these in the way that you would prefer because in the end, you do, in fact, want me to answer your little questions. You see what I'm saying? Now to answer this, dude says, when you got your first little bit of money, what did you purchase? Nothing. Nothing. In terms of buying something? Nah. Mm -mm. Nothing. Honestly, I really did not. Because I ain't had no money. Like, I got a little bit of money, but I didn't really have any money. I didn't have anything I really wanted. Like, I got this money in my early 30s. So my sensibilities have kind of been formed. It wasn't anything I was just really pining and hoping that I could get. It wasn't like I got paid and then I went and got a car. No, I got paid, and then I waited like four years, and then I went and got a car. And then after that, I got a watch. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I just I don't have too many of those big, giant purchases. Because I had to, uh, I had to, what you call it? Um, like, I had to make up for my 20s. I was dead broke. Like somebody says, I thought you said you bought a watch. Yeah, I bought a watch. I didn't buy it as soon as I got the money. Pay attention, Sebastian. Ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for joining us here on The Evening Jones. Try to do this thing about once a week. My man, Lance Gilliam, handles everything behind the scenes. Thank you, sir. Remember, if you cannot uh, watch The Evening Jones live, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the iTunes store. Subscribe to Stitcher Radio. Check us out at SoundCloud. We are also at Google Podcasts. Take it easy.